office of Congressman Falwell. This is Catherine. How may I help you? Yes, ma'am. My name is John Burke, and I just had a question. As one of your constituents, um, right now we're watching what's going on with the Trump raid in Mar-a-Lago and how they're basically talking about possibly a violation of national security, espionage, or something like that. I was wondering what Congressman Swalwell has to say about this after, you know, it went public about his affair with a Chinese spy. Do they feel like he should be investigated as well? Um, so I cannot comment for um, the congressman, but uh, this was separate from the legislative branch, sir. That was um, the FBI. Okay, the FBI, regardless of, I mean, do you feel like, I mean, do they take any personal responsibility or accountability for the fact that he had an affair with a Chinese spy? I mean, is that not, in a sense, a form of espionage, potential espionage? Hello? Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, Juan Berke, here with my beautiful, bearded, heterosexual, Jewish, straight life partner, Josh. Josh the man. All right. I like it. <laughs> Josh like and John it. in the morning. Not really. More like afternoon. Late afternoon. In the Early morning. afternoon. Excuse me. Oh, my God. Crack a noon. Crack a noon. Bro, I, I had a great night last night. I made those... Um, so if you're if you're my age, which is we're midlife almost, we're getting older, we're feeling it. We're waking up in the morning and it sounds like a machine gun's going up. Yeah, I think midlife is kind of. It used to be thirty-five. What is it now? It's more like forty, right? Over the hill is forty. Yeah, it's because most people live until they're what eighties, seventies, eighties. Yeah, I'd say that's a good. So, like, so we're almost. I'm almost midlife, and so growing up, there was this book called the Dragonlance series. And I loved it. It was a great series. It was uh, Stern, Brightblade, Katara, all these classic characters that I fell in love with reading about. And it had so many different spin-off storylines. It was just really fascinating. It was a very good thing to grow up as a kid with. But in that series, in the very beginning, there was this town. I forget the name of the town. Um, and there was a, a an inn or a tavern in that town where all the main characters met up at. And that's where the story started from. And in that tavern, there's this cook named Odic who makes these very spicy potatoes. And it's known in the book series of Odic's spicy potatoes. I think it's Kryn or Krill, something like that, is the place where they're living. And in that series, throughout the series, the main characters always make reference back to missing Odic's spicy potatoes. Well, Dragonlance came out with a cookbook, or there's a cookbook with the Odic's spicy potato recipe in it. You are such a nerd. I totally am. I made it last night. And I make it. I make it every so often because it takes a while to make. You gotta peel the potatoes. You gotta chop them up, um, scallop them almost, and then you gotta fry them. And then you add a seasoning of paprika, cayenne pepper, garlic, salt, and you just they make it a little bit spicy. Um, and it, it's such a good dish. So last night I got high off my ass and I made a bunch of. Uh, 
Odic spicy potatoes, as well as grilled some of the sausage that I had from the deer I killed last year. And then washed it all down with a uh, vodka margarita. No, I don't do tequila. Tequila is just nasty. I can't do that. So that was a good night last night. Ate well, a lot of carbs, had a crazy-ass workout this morning. Arms feeling really good, did tries. So, yeah, how was your night? <laughs> it's a lot. It was. Oh, and then I had amazing sex. It was great. So, not with you. But, I mean, I'm not against, you know. Jerk. <laughs> we, we could have sex. It was good. Uh, just Today, the kids went back to school, so yes. yesterday was just... And Laura's had, she got the flu, so yeah. that's that worked out. Made it even more fun. Little bastards got out of here. Bobby's uh. gonna self medicate. <laughs> I can't feel my nose. <laughs> I made chicken wings. There you go. Air fryer chicken wings. These things Dude, are. I, I need to get incredible. an air fryer. Everybody keeps like going on about the air fryer. I don't really cook that much unless super, I'm trying to. Yeah, it's crazy easy. Yeah, it's just Little you get just the wings. Plug and play. Oh yeah, you just. Wow. Heat up the air fryer. You can cook in. anything in there, right? Anything. So it, it fries the food. It's air fryer, yeah. So you just put it in there. Uh, I coat it with, um, just like season it, and then put like a tablespoon of uh, flour. On so the it's chicken. the same as frying it in the skillet. It's, it's so much better. So I can make those spicy potatoes in an air fryer. Yeah. No fucking way. No grease. No, it's super easy. I got to try this. It's, I'm going to have to get an air fryer now. My and kids try love it. it. Like yeah. they'll pound like six or seven wings. I'm, I I'm gotta like try this. Everybody in the, the everybody in the chat's screaming about it. Yeah, air frying says you mean baking. No, baking's in the oven. Uh, you can bake stuff in it, but uh, it's called an air fryer. So. so wait, does it fry or does it bake? Well, it's, there's no grease or anything like that. So, so it's baking, like whatever you want to call it. Well, I mean, why it's is it? Why, why do they call it frying? Air. It's hot air being. Oh, people over, are saying it's both. It's not really fried. Fried. No, it's not I, fried fried. Okay, so I'm going to have to get one just to see how it works on these potatoes because if it works great, oh, yeah. it saves a lot. Because cooking these potatoes can take about maybe 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah. a lot of time. And when you're high, I got that kind of time. I'm trying to eat. I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? It's good. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, I, I, I won't buy wings from any place else. Like Wingstop or. That's awesome that you can make your own and be satisfied. They're way I feel the better. same way about steak. Except way better. I can never beat Ruth's Chris. Everybody knows I love Ruth's Chris steaks. The porterhouse for two. That's my go-to. It's expensive, but you get what you pay for. Like, mm -hmm. it's delicious. So, well, that's awesome. Well, hey, we got some fun things for you today. We're, we're going to try something new out. We're going to give all the, we'll, we'll get to it. If you're tuning in today, you tuned in for the right episode because I think you're going to have some really good entertainment value. Uh, but before we get started, we want to first open with this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. That's Josh and mine's company. We started this back in 2019. It's done insanely well because great quality products at very affordable prices. And we just instituted a new policy that hopefully all of you can be excited about. It's a money back guarantee guarantee on all of our gummies the fallout gummies which are just cbd gummies with no thc to help with stress and anxiety we have the rack out gummies that are there for sleep which are just melatonin and cbd which are thc free you will not fail a drug test and then we have the halo gummies that are thc and then the airborne gummies that are also thc halo is delta 8 and airborne is delta 9 all of our gummies now money back guarantee please review the policy on the website in order to, re to receive a refund if the gummies don't work for you. You know, I feel like when also, don't forget, using code TRY on the rackouts for the rest of the month gets you a free bag of uh, the Delta 8 chewables, mm -hmm. the um, asteroid uh, chewables. You can check this out. Again, code TRY just for the rackout gummies. And if you don't, if you try it, if it's your first time purchasing one of those products and you don't like it, 
We will send you, contact us at support at shellshockcbd.com. We will send you the shipping label and you can send us the product back and we will issue a refund. That's how much we believe in our product, folks. We've looked at this from various, we wanted to do this for a while. Yeah. But it's kind of like, okay, how is this going to bite us in the ass in the sense of like people trying to take advantage of the program? Mm -hmm. So this is only going to apply to first time purchasers, purchasers of said product starting yesterday. If you bought anything before that, you're not counting. It doesn't count because I, it's too much of a headache. Moving forward, starting now, if it doesn't work for you, contact us. Our customer support is standing by. We have this much faith in the product. Now, I won't lie. There are some people that said the rack outs, they don't feel it. Yeah. It's very few, but I think they also have a CBD resistance, melatonin resistance. Some people can take a lot of melatonin. They don't yeah. feel anything. But for the overwhelming majority, the rack outs, they love. And the halo gummies, they love. Mm -hmm. The airborne gummies, they love. It gets them high as hell. So for those that don't know, the Delta 8 and Delta 9, it will get you high. This will get you high. And it's not like, oh, I'm like, no, you're going to get baked. This it's, shit, yeah. It's good. It's very good. So again, you can try it out. See for yourself. If you don't like it, hit us up at support at shellshockcbd.com with your order number, and we will take care of you. Not sexually. Not sexually. Unless it's Josh, which <laughs> I'll take care of that personally under the table. And then we're just right behind the knee. Nobody's right. doing that right now. Right. Huh? Right behind the knee. Fuck, fuck you behind your knee yeah. and the crease. Mm -hmm. That is so random. <laughs> that is so random, but I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> Oh, my God. But anyway, we, we want to say thank you for all the love and support. <laughs> Shellshock CBD. Again, for the rest of the month, code TRY. Only on the Rackouts gets you a free bag of airborne gummies or a free bag of Asteroid um, Chewable Delta 8s. So, again, use code TRY just on the Rackouts. Limited time only. Because um, we initiated just to see how many people would be interested in actually the money-back guarantee. And it worked. People were like, yeah, I'm willing to try it if you're, if you're offering a money-back guarantee. So with the success we saw from that program, we expanded. It was like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it for all of our gummies. And there you have it. This mm -hmm. is getting instituted. It got put into a place yesterday. It should be on the website by now. Um, but yeah, we really appreciate all that love and support. So again, check us out, shellshockcbd.com. And if you love the episode, if you love the podcast, make sure to check out allamericansavagesshow.com. We got the stickers, we got the cups, we got everything. If you want to support us over there, you can. We really appreciate that. Uh, and you know, hey, if you like the show, tell a friend. Share the show. That's how we grow. We don't run any ads. Like, we can't grow anything. Yeah. Nobody's going to fucking want to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some veteran companies do, but we appreciate that. So, hey, if you enjoy the episodes, if you enjoy the podcast, tell your friends about it. That helps us grow and get the voices out there organically. So, but all right. We got the new intro song for the news. We ready to do this? I we think, are I think we're ready, ready to do this. So we got a lot of news to cover, and it's pretty fucking funny. So let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. A lot of controversy yesterday about that gay Spider-Man. Oh, man. People didn't like that. He's not gay! <laughs> According to them, he is. <laughs> you know, I felt, in, in like, in light of all the superheroes, if they were going to make one gay, it should be Spider-Man. He's pretty gay. He's pretty gay. He's very effeminate the way that it's like, he's just, he's not very masculine. He's just very wiry, which he has to be, I get it. But in he's all the movies, wiry. he acts very flamboyant, very kind bendy. of. Very bendy. Well, I have a friend of mine who's a big in comics. Oh, okay. He's real big in comics. Okay. So he, he took offense to the gay Spider-Man. He said Superman is gay. You know, I'm a nerd, but now we're going down a different realm of nerdism to where it's like, well, your favorite superheroes get... Oh, my God. Is Chill out. I don't know. Chill out. Do you read comics? 
I used to. Yeah. Yeah, I collected a, a bunch. Still have them. The uh, that, new 52 that's release. That's a pretty lucrative business. If you know which uh, issues to grab and hold on to. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's what he was telling me about. Like, he had a, a cult comic that sold for like 10 grand. Oh, yeah. You can, I'm like, what? It's the same. If you think about it, it's an investment, but you have to know where to invest yeah. um, intelligently. Say, for example, I worked with a company. You remember Medals of America? Yeah. I worked with them for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Lee, the CEO, good dude, nothing against them. Contract expired. We just didn't want to continue. Uh, but they're good people. Mm-hmm. Um, he was. He's an investor in art. Yeah. And he buys high value art that also appreciates over time. People do it with wine. People mm-hmm. do it with pieces of art. People do it with comic books. And a lot of people want to talk shit about comic books, but they don't understand that is art in its own self oh, yeah. or its own way. Sure. Um, if you've ever seen that uh, series, um, what was it Comic Book Men? I think the owners of this comic book shop, Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, yeah. I forget where it's located. I think it's probably somewhere in California. Um, they go into detail where people come in and try and sell them old comics. It's kind of like... Um, uh, what do you call it? Pawn Shop Wars or whatever, but it's for yeah. comics. But it's actually really interesting. It's it's a fun. I mean, if you're a nerd, you're gonna appreciate it. So, hmm. but yeah. All right. Uh, exclusive. From the Big Apple to the cities of angels, city of angels, America's ten most dangerous sanctuary cities, folks. All right. Before we get into this, what do you think is number one on the list? What are you going to say is number one? Most dangerous sanctuary city. I'm not going to. We'll just say cities in general. I'm going to say. I'm not going to show the list. I don't, I don't want people to guess it. So they say, what's what's your number one? San Francisco. All right. Let's go. San Francisco. Ah. The uh, Washington. Okay. New York City has long been considered the America's top big city in terms of population, economy, and other factors. Now it is a new distinction in America's worst sanctuary city based on data compiled by the Immigration Reform Law Institute. The Big Apple was second worst second or the Big Apple was the second worst sanctuary city in IRL IRLI's last such ranking in 2019. Since then, the city has doubled down on its dangerous sanctuary policies to earn the shameful top position new york city huh huh number two what are you guessing los angeles bingo los angeles california takes two hgc scores and most dangerous sanctuary cities number three san francisco nope damn it chicago really chicago illinois how about that hmm number four Philadelphia. Really? Number five, San Francisco. Number six, Minneapolis. Number seven, Seattle. Number eight, Wake County, North Carolina. Number nine, Middlesex County, New Jersey. And number 10, Portland, Oregon. You would think Portland would be higher up there. You know, you would think one of the cities in, I don't know, Texas, New Mexico, or Arizona mm-hmm. would be on that list somewhere, right? Because they're right on the border. These guys are getting all the way up into Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're getting Oregon? as far from the border as possible. Jesus. But that's that's what it says based upon the IRLI. Despite new mayor and former NYPD Department Officer Eric Adams' pledge to crack down on rampant crime, New York is paying a terrible price for the former mayor Bill de Blasio's eight years of supporting radical sanctuary policies. You get, you got to know, like, Eric Adams. I guess that like, makes sense. Yeah, he's probably, like, pissed off that he inherited this shit sandwich. But this guy's done nothing to combat this, though. Hey, if you want the job, then yeah. you don't complain about it. Well, this guy's also a piece of shit. So. He is a piece of shit. 
The New York City Council passed legislation this year granting non-citizens the right to vote in local elections. The bill was supported by the recently inaugurated Adams. Despite his tough-on-crime rhetoric, Adams has supported New York's sanctuary status and continued de Blasio's pro-illegal alien policy. It's his own fault, then. He's not changing anything. No. Probably because all the liberals up there would be shitting themselves if he did. Well, I wonder why he's getting upset that Abbott's bussing up illegal I know if it's a sanctuary state. city he should be open arms yeah, with that should, like well, yeah thank you thank you for yeah, cutting please. out the middleman there you go uh, and you gotta love this San Francisco defunded the police before reversing course the next year amid calls for accountability San Francisco diverted 120 million from the police and sheriff's departments in 2020 uh from Coast to coast, in 2020, liberal politicians pledged support for defunding police departments following the murder of George Floyd, patron saint of people, George Floyd. He was such a good person, such a hero. Mm-hmm. And in fact, so much, they built or they painted a mural of him, and which, which was struck by lightning, which means he's probably burning in hell right now because he's <laughs> a piece of shit. God was like, no, he isn't. <laughs> God's like, I don't think so. <laughs> Not this one. Nope. Not a hero. <laughs> 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 San Francisco Mayor London Breed was among the politicians in major cities that joined the chorus of leaders diverting funds from police that summer only to reverse course the following year. Maybe because you're a bunch of retards. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Like, sincerely, what did you think was going to happen with this? This is just one of those of like, you know what? You want to say something? Like, ah, it, you know what? No. Do it. See what happens. Mm-hmm. You would think any leader with some forged... An inkling of foresight, like, you know what? You'll be sorry. And then nothing. They, they knew what was going to happen. They were just pandering to the public. Pandering to the freaking woke masses that scream the loudest. Um, we will direct $120 million from law enforcement to support these priorities over the next two years, Breed said in her announcement on July 31st, 2020. Let me repeat that. This is $120 million. You're not repeating it now, are you, bitch? No, you're not. No, you're not. Dumbass. <laughs> oh my God, what an idiot. The plan redirected $120 million in funds from both the police and sheriff's department in the city over two years to fund initiatives, here it is, for black Americans in the Golden City. <laughs> God. <laughs> Talk about the dumbest shit imaginable. Huh. The San Francisco Chronicle reported at the time that the reallocation of funds was intended to be a gesture of reparations for decades of city policymaking that have created or exacerbated deep inequities for San Francisco's African-American residents. Oh, I'm sure. Of all places they want reparations at, it's San Francisco. Are you fucking kidding me? Holy shit. That's the least place that owes anybody reparations. They give everything to everybody. I know. Fuck, be over there, be black and gay. You could probably get elected to mayor. I mean, shit, they do anything. Drug addict? Yeah, absolutely. You get a drug kit with needles and crack pipes? Yeah. Breed was far from alone in making moves to defund the police. Political leaders stretching from the U.S. House of Representatives, such as Ilhan Omar, oh, color me shocked. To local city leaders, supported calls from activists demanding that funds allocated to police departments be divested into public safety initiatives, such as mental health and youth services. Um, no, that's not public safety. Mental health, that's not public safety. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Mm-hmm. It helps. It's great to have it. That's not public safety. That's prevention, in a sense, but it's not guaranteed. The only way you can prevent or help increase public safety is by public servants. Yeah, That's just the only way. You can try and be um, preventative versus reactionary, but that's not guaranteed to help. 
In fact, and this is where people can get confused on my stance. Abolish the FBI. No funding for the FBI. Put money into local police departments and have higher, much higher standards. More stricter recruitment standards. Physical fitness. Weapons familiarization and qualification. The whole thing. Train them better. Then you get a better result to police officer. Focus on community-based policing. I agree with this. Let's do away with some of these stupid fucking laws like weed and shit like that. Yeah. Let's start actually having good community policing that makes fucking sense mm -hmm. and start doing away with these stupid fucking laws that make no sense to me. That's just me. That's just me. It's common sense, man. But you can't have a successful town or anything like that without a police force. It's not possible. Look at Chaz. It proved the point in Chaz. Rape, gang violence, it was there. They were handing out AR-15s. Mm -hmm. That guy was... Handed him out of the back of his trunk. And then they told all the white people to give the colored $10 people. Yeah. Black people, yeah. yeah. There you go. Sam, remember how and we talked about yesterday how Saki was kind of like, well, it's Republicans that want to do this. Uh, bitch, no, it's not. It's yeah. your people. Yeah. It's your fucking people. They are such Idiots. lying scumbags. It's, uh -huh. I mean. This dude, I got it. Somebody tagged me on TikTok. It's some stupid fucking veteran. He made a statement. like, fuck all Republican veterans because they wanted to stop the PACT Act, blah, blah, blah. And somebody tagged me. like, John, what are your thoughts on this? Like, God damn it. Don't get me into this shit. Like, you listen to the podcast. You know where my stances are. Don't get me in these fucking TikTok feuds with these fucking losers that have nothing going on. I don't get involved in the Twick TikTok beef for the most part, unless it's that Janae perfectly. Oh, the one we had a beef with? Yeah. Suddenly, she removed combat veteran out of her profile. Weird. Huh. Dumb cunt. Huh. Go make a TikTok about that, you bitch. Remember that one time? <laughs> and guess who now? Guess who she's working with now? Grunt style. style. <laughs> the very same group of people yeah. that make money off of dead cops and then use veterans as a means of posturing about how good they are for uh -huh. We care about veterans. Well, you fire your old CEO when his wife's on cancer treatment. Don't even pay for that, you fucking liars. And, he, and he's sitting there trying to talk about how Republicans... <laughs> don't like veterans because they were against the PACT Act. It's like, dude, you, and I, I went at it with him. I was like, you're using a very generalized approach. Like, it wasn't the PACT Act per se, which the bill needed work. Right. It was the fact they had that uh, discretionary spending, which is another, what, $400 billion they wanted allocated to them? Yeah. It's like, that's the issue. And during a time of inflation, that's a stupid fucking move. Mm -hmm. And then not to mention, they had cancers on there that were listed that had nothing to do with burn pits. And then there were some cancers that were listed twice. It's like, so you, you put out a product that means you care about veterans. That product better look fucking good. Yeah. And it looked like shit. It looks like somebody probably just went through and were just yeah. copying, pasting. Yeah, it was stuff. like copy pasta shit is yeah. all it was. And uh, this shit doesn't kick in until like 2024, 2025. So I hit him back up. I was like, if you care so much about veterans, while you also say fuck Republican veterans, whatever, um, then explain to me why Democrats blocked Marsha Blackburn from saying we need to get these veterans community health care now. Yeah. His response was, and I, I've never heard this before. It took, took me off like... Caught me off guard. He said, why? So private sector can take advantage and charge them way more? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you're, you're fucking kidding. Because his argument was, all the veterans I know prefer the VA. It's like, you're smoking fucking crack, and the veterans you know are fucking retarded. Well, that's what you Get know. He's a troll. Yeah, he's a troll. Oh, no, he's, he's serious. No, he's I just mean, stupid. Like, he's, he's just a fucking idiot. I, I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that for a second. No, I mean... It, I think, it, I think it's just somebody posing VA. as... No, no, no. This guy's real. Is he? Oh, yeah. It was literally him. You can see his face. He's some bald-headed fucking douchebag. Nothing Whoa, against bald people. hey. What the... F I'm just giving you a description because I knew who he was. Uh, <laughs> but he, he sat there and, he, and he's like... He's like, all the veterans I know like the VA is like... Because, you know, the VA doesn't take advantage. It's like, like the, the what, $6 million back in 2015 they spent on fucking art? Yeah. The, 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 the trillions... 
and fucking dude, I'm just like, I'm sitting there. I was like, I've never had somebody argue that point before because it's not a point anyone has ever argued because honestly, only retarded people would argue that point. So I'm like, there's no way he just said that. <laughs> there is no way you just said that most veterans prefer the VA. You are out of your goddamn mind. You're serious with this. And then I really, I really wanted to, and then he fucking blocked me. I was like, you motherfucker. Yeah. I was like, I will have this debate with you, bitch. I will debate you. I was like, you're telling me the fucked up VA that is government-run healthcare, the answer to this is more fucking government? Are you retarded? But you're a liberal. So granted, you are retarded. I think that you belong in a special needs class on government econ- or economy 101 or economics 101. Yeah. But I'm sitting there, it's like, there's no way this douchebag is arguing this. No way. But- he did have a good response to one woman who was just kind of like, so you're calling Republican veterans, like, you, you don't fucking care about them? He's like, that's kind of rude. And he was like, well, I don't care. It's like, he's right. I don't give a fuck about a lot of veterans out there that want to act like fucking trolls and do Fuck him. Like, that guy specifically, fuck you. Yeah. We might be related or we might be have something in common as far as veteran status, but outside of that, bro, go suck a dick. Right. I don't give a fuck about you. You stand for the very same people that are anti-constitutional. Go suck a fucking dick. Go play in traffic. Fuck your veteran status. I don't give a fuck about that. Look at Timothy Jensen from Grunstyle. Fuck those motherfuckers and their service. I don't give a fuck about them. You're standing with the very same people that want to strip away your constitutionally protected rights for the sake of them saying, oh, we love veterans. They love veterans because they know they're stupid veterans like them. They're going to get on board with this thing. Well, hey, Democrats, they care so much. They used you. They used you like the typical cheap sluts you are, and then as soon as they're done with you, they're going to throw you away. And Oh, but all hail John Stewart. All hail John Stewart. Meanwhile, you look at this fucking bill, and it's just like, dude, this shit needs a lot of work. It's great that we got that start of it, but fuck me. There's a lot that needs to be done with this. But I guarantee, though, if it was a spending bill, they'd be very specific. With this bill, they're not. They're, they're not. They're just very cavalier with how they spend our money. Bingo. But that's why these veterans simping for this are also socialists and don't even realize it. Yeah. You're okay with that's, the government yeah, taking exactly $400 billion more yeah. and spending it on whatever the fuck they want of $400 billion of yours and my money. So these veterans out there are kind of like, well, you know, hey, if we're going to spend it, like, it's still you're simping for the wrong fucking people here. The, the, they really are. I mean, what are they, what are they going to think when these new uh, IRS agents, the 87,000 start to audit people making mm-hmm. under a hundred grand, making under $70,000. Bro, they're going to, well, I'm glad you brought that up because here's another article that I wanted to read. Um, now, if you're looking at the screen right here, I just want to show the conflicting reports with the MSM shows from CNBC. They said, IRS isn't taxing your Venmo transaction. You remember though, a few months ago, um, yeah, they were talking about that. Well, and marketplace too, right? Mm-hmm. Venmo, PayPal, and Zelle must report $600 or more. Okay, that first article from CNBC.com was published January 12th of 2022. The second article, Venmo, PayPal, and Zelle must report $600, was published January 7th of 2022. CNBC was fucking lying. And listen to this. This is from CNET. Earning money through PayPal or Venmo, you may owe the IRS money next year. I talked to Karen. She's Yes, our tax account, yes. Mm -hmm. They are watching. If you make more than 600 through digital payment apps in 2022, it will be reported to the IRS. Mm-hmm. So now fucking Venmo, these other companies can start sending you, what, a 1099 or a W-2? Yeah. W-2? Uh, I think it's... W-4? Yeah, I think. Something like that. Yeah. They're going to start sending you that shit. So if you're doing all these transactions... W-9? W-9, yeah. W- like 1099. Yeah, it is 1099. They're going to start sending you all this shit. And if you think you're under the radar, you're not. 
the story is part of Taxes 2022, okay? If you have a side hustle, freelancer or self-employed, it's never too early to get a jump start on your taxes. While you should pay estimated taxes through a year to avoid penalties, it's also a smart idea to keep records of payments you've received throughout the year. If you get paid through digital apps like PayPal, Cash App, Zelle, or Venmo, there's a new tax reporting law that could impact your tax return. This new regulation, a provision of the 2021 American Rescue Plan, now requires digital payment apps to report an individual's earnings over $600 to the IRS. Do not tell me them hiring more IRS agents is not a plan of attack to squeeze more out of the American people. I've debated this with my personal friends and i've said i disagree with this they're going to hire more irs agents because they're going to squeeze the people to get more money because the spending this administration has put into ukraine and shit like that you are taxing the shit out of them you're going to audit the shit out of them this is like a robin hood story Mm -hmm. it's like a robin hood story where the tax man comes through like fuck me running they are fucking us hardcore yeah no i mean because the point of Wealthy people being able to hire tax attorneys and all that stuff mm-hmm. to get these throat protect themselves. Yeah, they protect themselves. Yeah, but so. what about like you said before, the lower class yeah. that can't afford You're these? You're not going to afford a, a three hundred dollar an hour, hundred dollar an hour attorney mm-hmm. to go out there and, and fight your case for you. If the system does not allow equal representation without insane cost, then it's not a, it's not a good system. Mm-hmm. This is not a good system that we've got. I'm trying to find where so there's eighty seven thousand new agents. On top of how many well, agents are there right there's now? There's not 87,000 new. They're saying they could hire up to they're over gonna, the next 10 year period. They're probably going to. Yeah. But right now, I just want to be clear on that. They have not hired 87,000. It's like their projections are because they said they've lost so many over the last year. They're working with outdated systems, which that's not my fucking problem. That's your problem. You've collected yeah. $4 trillion yeah. this past year in the you, first quarter. 100%. You don't know how yeah. to spend money. You don't, don't deserve any yep. more of my money. Don't ask for more money. Simply take from the money you've already taken and fucking yeah. update Figure your shit. Figure it out. Yeah. That's not our problem. But that's why it's fucking... It's, you're right. It's taxation without representation. It this is. is bullshit. A total bullshit. This is mismanagement of funds. At, at, the, at the pure... At the core of it, it's mismanagement of funds. Like you're telling me. They're going to blow... Like you said before, what was it? Which year that they collected the most? Last this year? year. This year. The beginning year, of this year. They collected the most taxes? $4 trillion in the first quarter. Wow. Yeah. So you can tell me out of that $4 trillion, you couldn't take how many billions to fund the that's IRS? $4 trillion. Yeah. Dollars. Mm-hmm. I, I mean... Yep. That, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But, I mean, does it really surprise you? Hey, New York Times drops Gaza-based reporter who said Jews are sons of the dogs. The New York Times has cut ties with the Palestinian freelance based in the Gaza Strip. The move came after a media watchdog shown a very public light on his anti-Semitism and social media declaration, including calls for anti-Jewish violence and burning them like Hitler did. God. That's a religion of peace right there. On Thursday, Media Observer Honest Reporting published social media posts attributed to Fadi Hanono, Hanoa, Hanono, Hanana, who was a freelance stringer, had at least six articles published by the Times during the late flare-up of violence in the Gaza, the New York Times of Israel reports. Uh, The pieces in the Times detailed the fighting between Israel and Palestine, Islamic Jihad terror group, and a ceasefire reached after three days. It was not clear whether Hanona contributed through writing or other tasks as per the Times of Israel coverage. Hanona since deleted social media posts allegedly included support for terror groups and members of supporting for killing Jews. Uh, now his working relationship with the newspaper has ended almost three years to the day after a Breitbart news investigation exposed the New York Times political editor who had a years-long history of anti-Semitic and racist comments on his Twitter page. You would think that they would track something like that. They don't care. No, they don't give a fuck. 
New York Times political editor Tom Wright's Perzenti has a histor- history of anti-Semitic and racist comments on his Twitter page dating back years. You'd think that'd be the first thing you'd look at. 100% when he tweets out things like crappy Jew year. Wow. Crappy Jew year. Crappy Jew year. Yeah. <laughs> Previous to that, the newspaper's international edition ran with a cartoon with anti-Semitic tropes that portrayed a blind president, Donald Trump, led by Israel Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, depicted as a dog with a Star of David collar around his neck. Jesus. Youch. They really focused on the nose on that cartoon, didn't they? God. Jesus. No apology was forthcoming. And the fact that they made Donald Trump so fat in this cartoon as well. I, I mean, fat phobic, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he is fat. Fat phobia. He's fat. So, <laughs> he is pretty fat. He could stand to lose about 50 or 60 pounds. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Well, hey. <laughs> Double vaccinated, twice boosted, Jill Biden tests positive for COVID, despite isolating from Joe Biden. It looks like it looks like these vaccines and these boosters are just doing a bang up job. I know, man. I'm so glad I didn't get it. First Lady Jill Biden tested positive for coronavirus on Monday evening. According to the White House, even after isolating herself from her husband, President Joe Biden, when he had the virus, the First Lady's office said that Jill Biden began developing cold-like symptoms on Monday evening and that a PCR test found she was positive for the virus. First lady is double vaccinated, twice boosted, and only experiencing mild symptoms. I love how every single person that catches COVID after they get this vaccination, the boosters, every single one says the same. Well, at least the symptoms are mild. Everything is bullshit. I know. Bull fucking shit. The reason the symptoms weren't mild for Joe Biden, they admitted he was on a fucking inhaler. He was on an inhaler. And then he goes before that press briefing and his eyes look like he just saw like fucking, I don't know, like, you know. Ilhan Omar naked, like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Or Nancy Pelosi's Jesus. I mean, he looked like he was cracked out of his mind. Yeah. So that shit's ridiculous. But, hey, Uh, hashtag pure bloods over here, baby. If anybody should be worried, I guess it would be him because he's nearly 100 years old. Yeah. Well, that's what they said. It goes after the elderly. Yeah. Out of shape. And he's clearly – the guy falls upstairs. Falls upstairs. He falls (laughs) up the stairs on his fucking plane. (laughs) Like this is this is how like effective like, our president is. He like, falls up the damn stairs. I like how he was on a bike on the beach. He they, fell. They, they put him back on a bike. <laughs> oh my god! He can do it. He can do it in the sand. Just do it in the sand. Falls off a bike. <laughs> oh my god! What's wrong with Omar? Aside that she fucked her brother. I mean, I don't know. Or married her brother. Uh, you tell me. Oh yeah. Really? You know, you know she's a mm. jihadist. Jihadist. Well, you gotta love this. We got uh, Donald Trump. They're trying to go after Donald Trump using the Espionage Act, just from what I understanding. Well, we're going to do something here we haven't done on the show before. Um, you got your phone ready? Oh, yeah. um, We're going to make a call. Let's give him a go. This is public information, by the way. Um, so we're not doxing anybody. All right, the number is 510. Oh, hang on, hang on one second. Okay. We're going to make a call, folks. we got some investigating to do. Okay, what is it? 510-370-370. Three three two two. Let's make a call. Okay. Now, don't forget, they're going after Trump for the Espionage Act. All right. <sighs> you gotta be kidding me. They answered before when I called. All right, we'll try them again a little bit. 
I haven't forgot Kids about are calling the office of Congressman Eric Swalwell. Our team is either on the phone with another constituent or out in the community. Please leave us a message we'll and we'll back. be in touch with Yeah, just call you. back. We got, we got, I got some questions for all swallow well, but we'll come back to that one. We're not letting him off the hook yet. Donald Trump demands justice from department release affidavit used to justify Mar-a-Lago raid. Now, again, they've released the warrant, but they have not released the affidavit. Former President Donald Trump on Monday called for the Department of Justice to release the affidavit to justify, used to justify the raid of his home at Mar-a-Lago. In the interest of transparency, I call for the immediate release of the completely under-redacted under affidavit pertaining to this horrible and shocking break-in, Trump wrote on social media. The release of the affidavit would reveal the facts used to justify the raid, a decision that the Attorney General, excuse me, General Merrick Garland said was not taken lightly and only after taking less intrusive means. Um, Trump even said they didn't contact him for anything. Yeah. They didn't ask to see they, nothing. They just did this. So that's yeah. a fucking lie. Unless Trump's lying, which I doubt he is. Otherwise, they'd be able to show proof like, hey, we tried contacting you. I'm pretty sure they'd be forthcoming with that evidence. I feel like the truth is really on Trump's side on this whole thing. Because we could so go well. all the way back to when they tapped Trump Tower. Yeah. And then they tried to impeach him a couple times. They came up with a Russian collusion hoax. They yep. said there was a PP tape. Yep. And then all of a sudden, the FBI lost Hunter Biden's laptop. Yep. Even when, uh, who was it? Was it Speaker Gates? Asked him about it. And he was like, nope, we don't know where that laptop is. And then he yeah. had, like, the third, right? So they're just, the Democrats are just total fucking liars. Oh, they're I mean, yeah, pieces of shit on this one. They know what they're doing. They, they bolstered Trump. Yeah. Like, everybody, everybody's coming after him now at this point. Yeah. Um, Trump criticized the Justice Department after arguing there was no, just, no way to justify the raid of a former president by the administration of a current president. Uh, the Justice Department opposes the release of the affidavit, arguing in a court filing Monday they needed to protect the integrity of an ongoing law investigation our law enforcement investigation that implicates national security. Bullshit. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Talk about a cop-out. That's ridiculous. Are you serious? You're trying to use that as your justification for keeping that? No. Because they've already came out and said. they've already It's already been stated they were looking for, like, espionage shit. Yeah. Like, come on. Release the affidavit. Prove it. Show the people. You owe the people that much. You just raided the home of a former president. You owe the people that. That's a big fucking deal. Yeah. Where, who said that he had nuclear codes or nuclear? That was just something that was spreading on Twitter by the left. They were trying to use something to try and justify this raid and give it validity. It's like, well, it's probably because he had the nuclear codes. Blah blah. It's like, no, no. Because you had that no. little turd, uh, what's his name, David Hogg, spouting off. Then he went back and deleted his tweet. Wrong damn like, kid died. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who cares about. It. Wrong damn kid died. What a fucking little shithead. Somebody needs to beat that little fucker's ass. Like, shut up. Take the fucking Twitter away from the little douchebag. Fucking cuck. Guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Nuclear codes. Nuclear codes change. And you think they're going to fucking just hand out the old codes? Like, okay, they're the old codes. No. Fuck no. Hmm. Fuck out of here with that bullshit. Let's try the number again. Let's see if they answer. They said, uh, can you turn the phone volume up? The phone volume? Yeah. All right. Stand by. We're going to get somebody. I got questions. Congressman Swalwell, this is Catherine. How may I help you? Yes, ma'am. My name is John Burke, and I just had a question. As one of your constituents, um, right now we're watching what's going on with the Trump raid in Mar-a-Lago and how they're basically talking about possibly a violation of 
national security espionage or something like that. I was wondering what Congressman Swalwell has to say about this after, you know, it went public about his affair with a Chinese spy. Do they feel like he should be investigated as well? Um, so I cannot comment for um, the congressman, but uh, this was separate from the legislative branch, sir. That was um, the FBI. Okay, the FBI, regardless of, I mean, do you feel like, I mean, do they take any personal responsibility or accountability to the fact that he had an affair with a Chinese spy? I mean, is that not, in a sense, a form of espionage, potential espionage? Hello? All right, sir. Um, so this is a, I cannot comment on political matters. Wait, 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 you're his, wait, this is his office. He's a politician. If you can't comment on political matters, what can you comment on? I, mean, well, I, vo- sir, I voted for actually, him. I voted for him. All right, all right sir. Well, this is actually a, um office for constituents. So we work with um, constituents on casework with federal agencies, and we take constituent comments. So I can definitely have a comment from you, sir. Um, do you mind giving um, your name one more time, sir? My name is John Burke. J-O-H-N-B-U-R-K. Okay. B-U-R-K. Mm-hmm. And then may I please have a phone number, sir? Oh, no, I'm not going to go that far because I'm, I'm just, mm, no. I just I just want to comment. I mean, do they feel like that he should be investigated at all? Like, do you feel that way? I mean, it, it kind of seems like if we're going to, if we care about national security, if we really care about how this country functions and if we don't let spies in and, and secrets aren't being released, if they're investigating Trump for this, shouldn't they investigate, I mean, even Feinstein, who had a spy working for her for over, what, 22 years? And then Eric Swalwell is cheating on his wife or boyfriend. I'm not sure which which he, and I'm not judging. Uh, but even he has an affair with it, with a guaranteed Chinese spy. Shouldn't there be an FBI investigation that against was, him? That is not confirmed, sir. Oh, it's not confirmed? So it was just national headlines for a long time, and it was, that's a lie? There's pictures of him, which, again, a picture isn't damning evidence, but still. Yeah, actually. So there was no affair? So, uh, so not, even I, the New York Times and the rest of them got it wrong. I'm a staffer. Well, mm-hmm. it has not been confirmed, sir. So, no. so okay, but what if there's a possibility? Shouldn't there be an investigation? Uh, I believe that if the FBI saw enough evidence to commit an investigation and signed a, got a warrant from a judge, they would, sir. But you think so? Again, this is not a political. But this is um, the same FBI offense. that's also investigating parents at these school board meetings and calling them domestic terrorists. You don't feel like the the FBI has been weaponized, politically weaponized? Uh, again, I cannot comment on mm. any political matters, sir. But um, <laughs> if you have a casework or if you want to give me some information to make an official comment, I definitely can do that for you. Yeah, absolutely. Just my name is John Burke. You can Google me. I'm a podcaster. And the official comment is I feel like Eric Swalwell should be investigated. And I would love to, him on the, I'd love to have him on the show to actually debate me if he ever be interested in doing that. I don't think he would because the guy loves running his mouth to CNN and stuff like that. But if you'd love to debate me, John Burke, you can reach out to me. Uh, my socials are out there. You can DM me anytime. Uh, tell him I'm, I'm love to sit down and have a conversation with him about a lot of the stuff that he's been saying. Um, and as as somebody that is a pays their taxes more so than most, uh, I would love to sit down and have a discussion with him if he'd be interested in that. And he can find me at John Burke Official on Instagram or John Savage Burke on Instagram. And I've sat down and spoke with Congressman uh, Crenshaw, Myra Flores. I've talked to. I've had discussions with very many, very different politicians, various politicians out there. I would love to sit down with Swalwell and actually have a conversation with him about some of the things he said. All right, sir. Okay, well, you have yourself a lovely day.
You as well, sir. Have a great day. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You couldn't pay me enough to do her job. <laughs> what are you talking about? You don't make political comments. Yeah. Let's call somebody else. Are you fucking let's call, kidding let's me? Let's call Adam Schiff's office now. <laughs> uh, we don't make comments on political. You're a fucking politician staffer. What the fuck are you talking about? Next up, it's like, I'm looking for a good recipe for a homemade apple pie. Can you give me that at least? What the fuck? Are you kidding me? Uh, it was never confirmed. Of course it wasn't fucking confirmed. You mean to tell me the MSM had this wrong for fucking years? Get the fuck out of here. Out there banging Fang Fang. Fuck's sakes. She said that was unconfirmed. Yeah, she said it was never confirmed. She's like, uh, you feel like if there was, the FBI would investigate it. <laughs> you talking about the weaponized, politicized, F- get the fuck out of here. This is why Democrats love the FBI. Yeah. This is exactly why they love the FBI. Because they know they can weaponize it and they can use it to their advantage and basically use like, well, if there was, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. So if there was smoke, the FBI would have investigated. No, they wouldn't have. They're busy investigating other dumb shit. I know. The fuck out of here with that. It was never confirmed. Feinstein's was. Not confirm my penis. Fuck out of here with that shit. We're not done, folks. We're not done. I, I told you, you picked a great episode to tune in on, right? Right? That was fun. Uh, that's We're going to clip the shit out of that for sure. But, uh, oh, my God. Let's look at this. And we're all over the place. These are various news articles I've seen that I, I just wanted to talk about. The Flash star, Ezra Miller, this whack job. For the last months, this guy's been accused of grooming, all kinds of other stuff. Mm-hmm. He's apparently been caught or whatever. Um, and just if you look at this guy, I'm pulling him up on the stream. If you're watching on Twitch or Facebook, um, this guy looks like a nut job. Wearing black lipstick and some weird, fu- like, these, these, these nuts are just, I don't get what kind of reality these people live in. Actor star or actor Ezra Miller has broken his silence after months of reports of alleging he engaged in violent criminal behavior. The Flash star telling Variety that he will be seeking treatment for complex mental health issues and apologize for past behavior, which includes allegations of choking a woman, verbally assaulting a female friend and grooming a teenage girl. Having recently gone through a time, I bet they're going to fucking ban my Instagram for that. I just hit me. I shouldn't have gave her my Instagram. Fuck. Whatever. I'll just start another one. I'm like a goddamn roach. I'm a roach. Or I'm like herpes. I just, I don't go away. I don't know. They're probably going to block me. I wouldn't doubt that. Probably going to block me. Having recently gone through a time of intense crisis, I now understand that I am suffering complex mental health issues and have begun ongoing treatment. You mean you're bad shit fucking nuts? Yes, you are. All this is like a fake mea culpa to say, oh, I'm going into rehab now. I'm going to be better. And here's the reason why. Listen to this. Warner Brothers is struggling to decide what to do with its 200 million yet unreleased Flash movie as star Ezra Miller's behavior continues to spiral. They shit-canned Batgirl, but they're not sure what they want to do with this movie. Hmm. This guy has been accused of grooming, and there's literal video of him choking a woman, and you're unsure what to do? I mean, this is one of those points where this nut job literally just threw away a career. And how any liberal agency or how any liberal fucking movie producing studio could ever support this guy ever again is beyond me. Warner Bros. should have scrapped this the minute this motherfucker got arrested. Hey, yeah. take your 200 billion or 200 million loss, bro. That's what you get for investing in a nut job. It's your own fault. You should have known better. <laughs> Maybe do like a psychological screening on these actors. This guy's a fucking whack job. I wonder how much he made off of that. Probably good money. Variety made sure to note that Ezra Miller identifies as non-binary. That should have been your first clue. 
Like if I was a studio executive, like, okay, um, this is so-and-so, his pronouns are like, nope, next. Uh, Not going to happen. He looks more like a, I don't know, an Oompa Loompa from the second Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in that picture. I know what he looks like, and I can't say it. <laughs> this guy looks like a fucking, ugh, lipstick painted. And like, what the fuck is this? This is, like a, this is like somebody birthed in California. This is like L.A. and San Francisco fucked and had this. Or his picture, that picture kind of looks like. Um, These people are weird. From the Zoolander, from the first yeah. Zoolander, when yep. they're doing the uh, Dare Leak <laughs> line. This one, right? Here. That's what he looks like. I got the black lung pops. <laughs> I got the cock lung. I got too much semen in my lungs. <laughs> Dare Leak. The last several months have been especially troubling for Ezra Miller, beginning with his arrest in Hawaii for assault and disorderly conduct. He has since been accused of grooming a 12-year-old girl, housing a mother and her three children on a drug-riddled farm, and harassing a 12-year-old child. What the fuck? He's wrong with this guy. I wouldn't even call him a guy. This freak. Oh, good Lord. These people are just, ugh. Like, who would want to fuck this thing? Who would want to be in a relationship with this thing except other freaks? Someone who's non-binary, I guess. I don't... <laughs> in July, a new Does allegation... Does your penis work the same when you're non-binary? Or how does that work? It depends on what your penis identifies as. I know. I don't know. In July, a new allegation emerged against Miller from a former friend identified only as Nadia, claiming he harassed her in Germany, and she asked him to stop smoking inside her apartment. That just set them off, Nadia said of Miller. I asked them to leave about 20 times, maybe more. They started insulting me. I'm trans. He said, I'm a transphobic piece of shit. I'm a Nazi. Isn't that like almost the go-to for every fucking whack job liberal out there? Sounds like she had it coming. <laughs> yeah, fucking Nazi. <laughs> Sounds like she was asking for uh, it. Ezra, I'm literally Jewish. Doesn't care. You're not tired. You're all not tired. If you don't agree with me, my non-binary, you're not tired. Can we put these people in camps, please? Like, oh, let's let's get the David Hogs and the rest of these fucking nut jobs, and let's just put them somewhere. Like, what we could. Oh, I got another great idea, my friend. Are you ready? Is it a reality show? It is. Okay. Think Truman Show. But for liberals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in the Truman Show, we create their own, we'll call it liberal utopia, where they get their own way. In a sense, there's no straight white people. It's nothing but gay minorities. And we just let them be. Hmm. And we watch the fast de-evolution. Don't they have California for that? Yeah, but I think this is more based on a focus group. We can put David Hogg in there. We can put Ezra Miller. We can put all these whack jobs. There's no guns there, by the way. No guns. So we're going to see what they resort to to, to other crimes, which is going to be fun. Um, and we just watch. Mm -hmm. I would pay to see that because you know they're going to be protesting something because okay. they're going to have to elect a leadership. They're going to have to elect some form of government. They, you know, it'll take time. This is going to be one of those shows where this is going to be this is going to span years upon years upon years. Because they're going to start off with some anarchy. They're going to realize it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. They're going to try communism. They're going to realize that doesn't work because then everybody's going to pull their weight. Be like, David, look, man, I, I got to be honest with you. Your job is to gather the firewood, David, and that axe is bigger than you. But that's literally all you can do. You don't bring mm -hmm. any other skills to the society, David. So if you can't even pick up tinder for the fire, like, what, what is it? It's like, I'm a school shooting survivor, and I should be entitled okay. to this. It's like, David, you're not pulling your weight, bro. Okay, I guess we're going to put him on the community welfare because he can't do shit. it's only 45 pounds. It's only 45, yeah. And so 
they're going to create, they're going to realize communism doesn't work because more and more people are going to realize the incentivization to work is non-existent because someone's going to mooch off the system and that only grows and grows and grows because mm-hmm. people are like, oh, I can make money or I can get food and shit and not have to do anything by faking that I'm disabled. <laughs> I'm just going to fucking do that. Or I'm going to pump out like five different kids like, oh, I can't work. I got five little kids. It's like, well, that's your fucking problem. But in their society, they go on welfare. So eventually, say like a group of 50, out of that 50, 10 stop working. Now you've reduced your force by a lot. And of that 10, they start having kids, more mouths to feed. So the 40 remaining are now having to feed more. And they're going to get tired of it where it's like, you know what? Go start your own colony. We're done with you. And they're going to realize communism doesn't fucking work. And then they're going to be like, you know what? But let's try socialism because we're just going to elect some people and then they're going to regulate. They're going to realize, oh, corruption is insane. That's not going to work either. Or maybe we should try a capitalistic method where it's a barter system based upon some type of value system. Mm -hmm. Oh, suddenly it works. And you also dissolve all fucking subs or all welfare programs. If you don't work, you don't eat. If you don't contribute something, you don't eat. Mm-hmm. I think that's very fair. I would love to see this come to pass because you know to get from point A that I just outlined all the way to point Z, it's going to take them on this this adventure that we're just going to sit here going, oh, my God. I can't. Oh, look, they're raping each other now. <laughs> Weird, because there's no guns. Good old-fashioned raping. There's no guns. We're just going to watch this thing just slowly they can either be successful or they just murder each other off and if that's the case we wipe the slate wash out the homes of all the blood and shit and all the kinds of crazy stuff they do yeah and get a new crop of men there just bust them in like all right all this is yours all of it's yours let's see what you do paid with with your tax money this episode of the liberal truman show is sponsored by (laughs) pfizer I would pay to watch this. I would pay to yeah. watch this. I was thinking Lord of the Flies, too. So well, Chip, you do that, Chip yeah. in the... Uh... Yeah? Okay. Oh, my God. Anybody see Lord of the Flies? I love this. And then here's the other thing. You can even have people donate. And top donors can, like, maybe drop an air package or something in there. Or create an event mm-hmm. that stirs shit up. Like, hey, so-and-so just donated $200,000. We're going to hit him with a five-second earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, earthquake hats. Or, hey, so-and-so just donated $10,000 for the next three days. They're going to deal with smog. <laughs> Our Los Angeles people coming into the, the Truman Show, they're going to feel right at home with this. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. I would totally pay to see this. I would totally pay to see this. It could work. I mean, think about it. Like, you could just pull up this app on your phone and have access to so many different video cameras around the city. Or, mm-hmm. well, they're going to start out kind of like in any survival game. You're going to be given a few different tools, um, and you're going to be let released in the forest. Figure it out. Like Hunger Games? Pretty much. They can either fight each other, or they can work together. But these are liberals, so mm-hmm. realistically, they're not going to fight or work. They're just going to sit there in their own piss and shit and starve and die. Yeah. I don't want to fight. I don't want to work. Um, hey, guys. A lot of you have been asking me about my woodcutting routine, and... <laughs> Used code such and such for free wood. <laughs> you know it's coming. You know it's coming. Hey. Oh, my God. But Ezra Miller should definitely be in that crew. They'd kill him fast. They'd eat him. They would eat him. Like, this guy, like, what is he, what is, like, they have, like, the survivor meetings at the end of each, like, episode. I'm like, hey, you know, uh, what, what, is, what does Ezra actually do here? Like, does, does, he, does he cook? Oh, no. Well, he just keeps going around saying he's the Flash, but 
He's not fast. He can't even run. He's not fast. He's not fast at all. He's not fast. He doesn't fish. He doesn't chop wood. He can't cook. He doesn't sew. He doesn't clean. Um, you know, we, hear me out, we could eat him. We could, we, we could eat him. He's yeah. nothing but skin and bones. But we could get something and then use the bones and, and create other things with the, you, can, you know. I don't know, man. Uh, obviously, something happened to this guy in his youth to, uh, I think, push him in this direction. I, I think the fact I, that he's I, surrounded at a very young age in that crazy environment, it just only exacerbated. And again, this is liberal California. These people are not normal. They don't live in reality. There was uh, some girl who's on this show called uh, Sam and Cat mm -hmm. that had uh, Ariana Grande was... I know you're talking about, yeah. You know, it was one of the characters. I saw well, that. She article. just recently came out and yeah. was talking about all the abuse she had endured. From her um, own mother, too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I mean... I think these these kids are who are adults now. These yeah. these adults who were kids had something dealing with a traumatic. Yeah, traumatic and their parents don't. Like, it's, it's they treat them like adults. They're smoking around them. They're doing drugs around them. You they're giving talk them drugs. About shit parenting. It's funny you bring that up on TikTok. Um, she's one of the most high earners on TikTok. One of the most famous TikTokers. I forget what her name is. I don't pay attention to TikTok outside of what I post on there, but sometimes I'll get sucked down the rabbit hole. And apparently there's this dude named Young Gravy or something like that. He's a fucking weirdo. Looks like a nerd, but whatever. Apparently, apparently he's popular until he talks. Like, he's like, whatever. He's cool to the young kids. And apparently um, this top-earning girl, her parents are divorced. And her dad's name is Monty or some shit. And this dude is the epitome of a parent that is clout-chasing off of his daughter's fame. Mm -hmm. This guy has no shame. But anyway, the girl, the top-earner, her mom left the Monty guy. The young gravy is trying to hook up with her mom. And now the dad wants to box the young gravy dude. That's what I'm getting from this. Yeah. But you look at this dad, this young Monty. I don't know. And he's fucking weird. Like he's just, he's a clout chain. He wants to be famous so fucking bad. And he's going to do anything he can do to achieve that. And it's, it's sad to see how people lust and crave this this level in society of what TikTok can bring you, and he's got like I forget he's got like half a million followers, some shit. He's got a lot of followers, yeah. but and a lot of them are just hateful people. They're kind of unjustified. He's a douche. He's a fucking douche. Don't get me twisted. Like this guy's not a victim. He's an idiot. Sounds, there's there's a reason why his wife left him. He's a piece of shit. Sounds like it. I, yeah. I mean, I would say that they're similar, but in the case of these Hollywood. Why well, just These use him groups. as an example of like what parents do yeah. to their children to achieve certain financial success, fame? Yeah. It's nuts. Like the parents are equally as guilty. He's a shit parent. Yeah. So it's kind of like it could lead to maybe Ezra Miller, same thing. I don't know. But there's a lot of I would there. almost, I'd say I'm like 95% sure that, that somewhere along the line, this mm -hmm. kid got molested. Or this guy got molested. I wouldn't doubt you know, it. Something, you know, it, just from the stories that some of these. Younger people, not younger now, but when these people were younger, endured mm -hmm. in this lifestyle of acting and trying to get ahead and, you know, all the stuff that, you know, they do to yeah. to get jobs or whatever. Yeah. It just sounds like that's probably uh, turns them into the people that they are today, which is sad. It is sad to see people fall from grace to that level. Like, even this young Monty dude, like, you watch his videos and this guy is cringe as... F I mean, he's yeah. older, too. It's like, bro, I'm not saying that you should act your age, but you are not Gen Z. 
-hmm. Stop trying to act like Gen Z. Stop doing that. That's why like Dave, people like David Portnoy hangs out with these 22-year-olds. Like, bro, you're in your 40s. Yeah. You, you kidding me with this? But he's trying to hit the younger audience because of his brand. I get it. Now, I like Dave Portnoy. I think mm -hmm. he says a lot of good shit. I like the fact that he doesn't bend the knee to the woke mob. But on his podcast, he's got these young kids. And, like, this young grave is on there. And he's like, what's up, coward? Important. I was like, what? He was like, no, that's a term of endearment that I'm starting. It's like, that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard when you call someone a coward. Are you kidding me? Like, this is the like, I want to punch you in your fucking face, bro. You call someone a coward, like, it's a term of endearment. Like, no, that's not a term of endearment. You're trying to make it cool. You're trying to change the meaning of a word because you want to be hip and cool. In reality, you're a fucking nerd with a bad haircut. I'm going to smack you with my ring hand. That's my term of endearment. That's pretty much that's what this dude represents. He's got, a, he's got like 6 million followers on fucking TikTok. But these people are kind of like, what do you really offer to society? You look at this guy. He's nothing. He doesn't represent, like, this good masculine figure. He's just fucking weird looking. But... I guess he's popular, cool, whatever. And I'm not not I'm not trying to say I hate the guy, but it's like I don't see what women see in him. I don't get it. But then again, I'm not gay, so I'm not really sure. But hmm. I definitely look at this Monty character. It's like, oh, I see what Yet. people see in you. You're a fucking douche. You're a douche. I get it. Maybe I got this this young gravy dude wrong. I don't know. But just based on what I saw between going back and forth between the two, he's talking about buttering the mom's biscuits. It's just kind of like, and then she's sitting there encouraging it. And I'm like, what the oh fuck is going? Like TikTok is cancer. Social media is yeah. fucking cancer, and people flock to this. This is the new Kardashians. This is what they is love the seeing. the Kardashian or is it Honey Boo Boo? Both. Yeah. It's like the Kardashians birthed Honey Boo Boo, and then you got TikTok. That's where it comes. And these TikTok feuds, oh, my God. It's just like this. that Janae perfectly flawed. I never posted about her on my TikTok because that's reserved just for John Ross. I blast her in my stories. Mm -hmm. I was like, justifiably so. I was like, but I remember I used to do that a lot. Mm -hmm. I used to get into these beefs with all these fucking people and I stopped doing it because it just, it wastes energy. But a bitch like that deserves to get fucking chin checked. She's a fucking piece of shit. She is. She's fucking grifting off of, and she even talks about, she uses these, you know what? I'm not going to talk about her. Fuck her. Not Every time I talk about her, she gets clout because she has bought followers and she seems to think that whatever. I'm I'm giving her attention. She doesn't justly deserve. There you go, buddy. But uh, fuck that bitch. Anyway, White House monkeypox response. Deputy coordinator says we had not we had to pivot because we learned it wasn't feasible to focus on vaccination or vaccinating contacts. On Monday's broadcast of CNN, Don Lemon tonight, White House, Na White House National Monkeypox Response Deputy Coordinator Dr. Dmitry Deskalaskis stated that the increase in monkeypox cases shows that the virus really has really been characterized by lots of twists and turns, and that the thought was that you start a monkeypox outbreaks and you really focus on vaccinating people, people's contacts, and when it becomes clear that the what that wasn't feasible. Because not everyone knew who their contacts were. We had to pivot and really switch our strategy to think about really extending how we use vaccines in a different way. Host Don Lemon asks, so doctor, back in July, we saw 40 to 50 cases reported each day. Now we're seeing hundreds, even thousands reported every day. Does this data show that the administration is behind the ball and battling this virus? Delaskowski responded, um, he said, I think it shows that the virus really has really been characterized by lots of twists and turns. So I think this is not a monkeypox outbreak like any that's been seen before in the world. So I think that we're seeing, what we're seeing is really a lot of work to catch up on. He's giving us a lot of nothing burgers. There's not, what, what the fuck is this? I'm tired of reading this. I know. Give me fucking actionable answers, you douche. And stop skirting around the fact that you can't control this. The White House can't, if you couldn't beat fucking COVID, how the fuck you think you're gonna beat monkeypox because it has a vaccine to it? 
Well, where's the vaccines? Well, it sounds like the way to cure monkeypox is to... Lock down the community. Lay off the... Uh, Butt-fucking. Promiscuous sex. It's almost as if the lockdowns probably would have worked for this, but they're not going to do it again. Now, I don't believe in lockdowns, but if we're going to go the liberal route, this should have been the one. Well, it's not even a lockdown. That's just, hey... If, Isolate. Yeah. You, uh. Don't get into, uh. you know, two, three-day orgies. <laughs> I remember it sounds I, like that's I, yeah, how it started. One hundred percent. That's what Matt Walsh was reading. He read yeah. he read a lot of tweets from these gay guys that were yeah. like, "I was at this thing where I fucked fifteen dudes and had a bunch of guys piss on me like I'm a cum dumpster." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Mm, and they wonder why the LGBT is looked at as a bunch of degenerates. That's why. That's exactly why. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. <laughs> Talk about a fucked up story here on this one. This one's gonna make your skin crawl more than a dude getting peed on and. Actually, yeah. Through Actually, yeah, if you think about, about how this one goes. 15 feet of dick. <laughs> <laughs> you got okay. ran through my 15 foot of dick? Yeah. <laughs> you lined I, all the that, penises up. I, I know. I love that. It gave, me, <laughs> it gave me something to use in the future. That dude looks like he'd been run through about 15 foot of dick. <laughs> God. Okay. Uh, okay. So I just I read this article. I was like, man, that's it's one of those things that's like out of a Stephen King book, or it's just it's just one of those things that you would want to see the video of, but not want to see it, but you'd have to watch it. Um, it's a sad story, but the headline is: Alligator kills elderly woman in South Carolina. South Carolina alligator attack victim identified as 88-year-old Nancy Becker. An elderly woman was attacked and killed by an alligator in South Carolina, the Beaufort County Sheriff's Office says. I'm going to skip all the freaking bullshit in the middle. There's nothing there. Um, the victim was identified as, but it appears she was gardening near a pond in an adult-only community when she slipped into the water. The gator was guarding Becker when located, according to responders. She slipped in the water, and the gator got her. That Bro, would be a terrible way to die. A terrible way to die. Because don't they drag you under to drown? Drag you under, then do like the barrel uh-huh. roll and... Yeah. Oh God. Oh, my God. That's fucking crazy. That would be awful. Oh. What was she doing near the water? She was gardening. She was gardening mm-hmm. near the water and she slipped and fell in? Oh, the victim, but it appears she was gardening near a pond in an adult-only community when she slipped into the water. The gator was guarding Becker when located, according to responders. The gator, a 9-foot, 8-inch male, Holy has shit. been euthanized. 9? Nine, 9 feet, 8 inches, and they killed it. Uh, Good Lord. God, man. Can like, you how ima- close would you have? <sighs> I mean, that's... If- well, the other thing is you don't see them half the time because half the time it's just their eyes sticking out. And you can barely even see it. Shush, I guarantee still, 88 years old, she didn't see him. Alligators were that close to where they could jump up and snatch me. I don't know that I'd be guarding it that close to the Well, he didn't. Water. She slipped and fell in. But even still. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Yeah, true, true. If I knew like, there's I'm a pond I'm not going to get that close to yeah. the... That's just, of course, she might have some sort of mental... How old is it, 88? 88. And, you know, uh, she's not going to fight. You can't fight back. Oh, she's way too old. Even a younger dude. Yeah, like the 25 way 25-year-old man I in shape the, couldn't do it. The PSI on their jaw strength is just insane. Yeah. So I'm just like, whoa. That is That's a... crazy. But there, apparently, you know, there's a lot of gators in Florida. Like, because I see videos oh, yeah. all the time of them walking, like, through mm-hmm. highways and shit. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Maybe people finally start to understand, like, why we hunt, hunt certain creatures like hogs, yeah. hogs, things like that. The same reason like, Florida's infested with gators. Start hunting gator, which I think, I, I imagine. You could eat them. Oh, yeah, I've had yeah. gator. Gator's good. 
It's just, it's crazy, man. Now, didn't they say the way to outrun a gator is to zigzag, don't go in a straight line? Because they can't zigzag for some reason. Like, they're fast. On the ground, they are fucking fast. But they, I, I could be wrong on that. But don't they say when you're trying to outrun a gator, run zigzag because they can't go left, right that easily? Well, if I ever get chased, I'm going to use that technique. Hey, man, it could be a once-in-a-lifetime thing. It and then you're going to be, be like, you remember back to when John said, hey, Josh, Josh. Zigzag. That's a bear, I thought. No, it's not a bear. Bears can run straight and absolutely not. They say don't climb trees for bears either because bears can climb trees and they'll get you. Yeah, don't run, don't climb trees. Yeah, move laterally. Have you seen those yeah. videos uh, of people walking in the woods, like hiking, mm -hmm. and then a bear's following them, and they start videoing themselves? They're like, yeah. Here's, I'm like, why would you go hiking without some sort of a weapon? Because people are fucking stupid. Right? Yeah. I mean, Even if I went to, like, California where I couldn't get a gun, I'd bring a knife at least, a, at least a knife. Like a husband, a wife, and their small mm -hmm. child on the back, oh and they're, like, walking, and they're trying to scare this bear away by yelling at it, like, raising their hands. Well, yeah, they and do just, say— like, keeps walking towards— I'm like, Yeah, they say, like, present a big image. Don't don't cower down. Don't get in the field. Like, present, like, a fucking big image to intimidate them. But, you know, for me, it's be more like, I'm going to fucking run. No, I'm, I'm going to run. I'm going to grab my weapon, yeah. and then I'm going to fire a couple shots off. Yeah. See how that works, and uh, if I have to. Bears run faster downhill? You don't say. Bear. Big bear. Big bear chase. Big bear. My luck, oh, I'd freak out north. and be Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> you can carry a gun if you're hiking in California? Really? I don't believe that. How are you going to carry a gun if they don't normally let you have a gun? I don't know. It's California. Uh, I would carry something, right? I mm. mean... I'm carrying you. The bear comes. I'm throwing your ass. I know. I'm tripping you. Just got to run faster than you, buddy. Exactly. Trump team drops email proving FBI wrongly seized passports after media DOJ attempted to mislead the public with the spin. Donald Trump's legal team demolished the Department of Justice media spin that denied having the former president's passports in their possession following the FBI's raid on Mar-a-Lago last week. On Monday, former President Donald Trump claimed on a social media site, Truth Social, that the FBI stole his passports during the raid that shook the political world last week. In the FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago, they stole... My three passports, one expired, along with everything else, he said. This is an assault on a political opponent at a level never seen before in our country. This is third world. As Breitbart News noted, the passports were not independently itemized on the FBI's property receipt of the 28 inventory items federal agents seized. The warrant, which Attorney General Merrick Garland says he approved and was signed by Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt, did not state that they could take Trump's passport, the report noted. Typically, the government needs a separate court order to seize someone's passport, even temporarily. I thought that, too. Mm-hmm. I was like, to grab someone's passport, that has to mean that they're a flight risk. Yeah. But that also includes that you're being tried. They haven't they haven't levied anything against them now. These these guys are such scumbags. Corrupt yeah, assholes. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. It's just it's amazing what they're getting away with. Brazenly yeah. getting away with. There's no nobody can come in his house while we're going through all of his stuff, even though he was the president of the United States. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't like get it. All those FBI agents should be just fired, tossed yeah. out of law enforcement altogether. I don't, I don't get it. I just I, don't get it. I, I don't know how you would think okay that would be this a good idea. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? How, how would you think that you're not going to get any sort of blowback from that stuff? Yeah. 
Listen to this douchebag in the chat. Floormaster G says, FBI are not scumbags. They did their job. So did the Gestapo. That doesn't make them fucking good yeah. anymore. And the FBI also have fucking investigated and they called domestic terrorists out of parents that went to these fucking education. Shut the fuck up. Get out of my chat, you fucking douchebag. You're probably some Gen Z. Tra- oh my God. You're on. Go get the fuck. Go play in traffic, you fucking moron. Bye. I hate yeah. these people. These fucking young kids. Don't come in my chat. You're too fucking stupid. I hate you. You're annoying to me. They investigated parents. They investigated parents for fucking suspected terrorism. Shut the fuck up. Sitting there trying to justify the FBI, you fucking douche lord. Oh, my God. I investigate parents. Yeah. Investigate Bubba Wallace's uh, mm-hmm. garage hang. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Antifa. BLM yeah. riots. Took taking over the city. to come back and say that Alec Baldwin was guilty. Like, get the fuck out of yeah. here. Sorry. Yeah. You guys have zero credibility. Moron. Somebody should stick the gator on him. GOP report, Biden administration left more than 800 Americans behind in Afghanistan. Republicans on the House Foreign Affairs Committee released a report Sunday detailing the initial results of their investigation of the Biden administration's handling of the Afghanistan withdrawal. Republican members interviewed people on the ground during the withdrawal, reviewed hundreds of situational reports, interviewed whistleblowers, obtained internal State Department memos, and took fact-finding trips to Pakistan, UAE, and Qatar. They also found that despite the Biden administration claiming there were only one to 200 Americans still left in Afghanistan, there were more than 800 Americans abandoned behind enemy lines. The report's exe- uh, executive summary stated, the State Department has evacuated more than 800 American citizens from the country since August 31st of 2022. That does not include the AMCITS evacuated by outside groups, and it is clearly dramatically more than the number of about 100 that were repeatedly told after the NEO ended. For perspective, the Iran hostage uh, situation in 1979 saw 52 Americans left in the country. They also found the Taliban offered on August 15th, 2021 for the U.S. to provide its own security for the Kabul airport instead of the Taliban forces. But the U.S. turned them down, which allowed for the chaos unfolding just outside the gates of the airport with the line, little security, and the subsequent bombing that killed 13 U.S. service members, mm-hmm. GOP investigators found. The lack of planning by the Biden administration, their refusal to accept the Taliban's offer to secure Kabul uh, during the NEO directly led to the bomb. Okay, wait, hold on. Let me read that again. Um, they found the Taliban offered on August 15, 2021, for the U.S. to provide its own security to the Kabul airport to the Taliban for the U.S. Wait, you, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. So the U.S. wanted, to, uh, dude, who made that fucking call? You, you opted to have Taliban, even though we're in a ceasefire with them, provide your outer security. Are you fucking stupid? Hmm. Are you kidding me? What was my chance? Uh, Elon Omar. Was that her name? Elhan Omar? Elham. What about her? You think it was her call? Her call for what? To make that decision. Nah. That's ridiculous. Trump's plan. This wasn't Trump's plan. This is Biden's evacuation plan, you dipshit. Let me say they're called Trump's plan. <laughs> Again, this is another one of those fucking everything is Trump. Everything is whataboutism on Trump. This was Biden's plan. Biden's generals facilitated this withdrawal. Oh, wait, hold on. Are you even a veteran? Did you even serve over there? L- l- let's ask this guy in the chat. Uh, why would you say Moxo man? Are you are you a veteran? You're probably not. Like, don't don't even comment if you're not a veteran. If you didn't serve over there, shut the fuck up. You don't you don't get it. You don't get an opinion in my chat. If he says something again, ban him. Fucking idiot. No, stupid idiots. Everything's Trump, dude. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Why would you even say that? 
when Biden was the president Biden was and made the pres- that yeah. horrible move. Exactly. You do realize that Biden, if everything that Trump does was wrong and Biden goes in for a, for a yeah. withdrawal, he's going to have to redo the plan because Trump was such an idiot, right? No. This uh, this you can't keep is on fucking shit. Biden. Yeah, it's just yeah. another whataboutism. We're cleaning up yeah. previous administration's mess. Yeah. This was Trump's plan. This is all his stuff. You're the If you're in the White House and you're the president and you mm-hmm. Got in there somehow. It's ridiculous. And then it's your responsibility. But these people, they don't give a fuck. No, they don't. They don't care. Absolutely not. They don't care how bad of a job that they're doing. It's ridiculous. And the same the same people are out there talking about, like, oh, my God, now we're negotiating with terrorists. Like, yes. When it comes to a ceasefire withdrawal of a country, yes. Mm-hmm. You are going to have to negotiate with your enemy. That's just the way it goes. We did it with every fucking enemy in existence. We did it with North Korea. Mm-hmm. And that, that's part of it. If we can come to a table and negotiate a ceasefire and end this fucking war, then yes, absolutely. A 20-year war that dragged yeah. on for trillions dumped into this. The fuck out of here. For, for what reason? It's nuts. It's fucking nuts. These people are just, oh, my God. Taliban uses beatings, gunfire, to break up women's rights protests on takeover anniversary. A group of about 40 women converged on the education ministry in Kabul on Saturday, chanting bread, work, and freedom. To protest the Taliban's hideous treatment of women, the Taliban responded by beating the protesters with rifle butts and firing gunshots in the air to break up the rally. You're not going to get women's rights up there. Sounds like they need some money. That sounds like a good opportunity for some cash to flow over that way to deliberate ridiculous deliberate the females you're never going to have women's rights over there those men will butcher those women and no one's going to stop them let me ask you what about binary (laughs) (laughs) non-binary they'll beat you even more probably would you get what if you're some of the other genders they still do you have to be specifically female or Let's say you rec- you identify as Z. Mm. Is that still the same thing? Or I don't. I think they're probably just gonna kill you just for simply saying that. You think so? Yeah. Mm. That's why I feel like we should kind of like send all those people over there. Like, hey, go fight the fight. What if you're gender fluid? What no. if you're male sometimes, I female sometimes? It dep- I wonder how like if the. Um, you think that would just confuse them? I think so. That'd be one of those plans to where the Taliban are so taken off guard of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That they're just kind of like, I'm not sure how to deal. Kill, fuck it, kill them anyway. Kill them <laughs> That's anyway. what they're gonna say. Um, <laughs> the protesters carried a banner reading "August 15th is a Black Day," referring to the day in 2020 when the Taliban took over Kabul. Another of their slogans was "Justice, Justice." We're fed up with with ignorance. We had a protest. The Taliban violated our protest. They shot into the air and detained the girls from around two to three hours. Islamic Emirates forces seized their phones. Afghanistan Independent Tolo News reported using the Taliban government's preferred name for itself. The Afghan women will not take their hands away from their struggle and fights. Another protester declared, they're going to murder you. Now, look, I'm not talking shit about these people, but I feel like our feminists over in America need to pay attention. Mm -hmm. They need to pay attention. These same women are literally, these, these women are actually oppressed. Brittany Griner should take a note. Yeah. Take note. These, I wonder if they negotiated the, the deal yet. With her? Yeah, they got, they got awfully quiet in the press. I don't know. Maybe I bet it's going to be it. like under the weather. But when she comes back stateside, people are going to know. Like, there's no denying that. The only way for them to like make this happen and not let anybody know is she has to disappear from public life, and she's not going to. No. People are going to be asking questions. Where's Brittany Griner? And they're going to find out, oh, by the way, we negotiated a freaking trade for her. Gave her a fucking international arms dealer. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Last. Well, this isn't last, but most certainly not least. 
this is a real article. We got another phone call to make, folks. Minneapolis Teachers Union agreement stipulates white teachers be laid off first, regardless of seniority. Now tell me how that is not racist. Tell me how that is not racist. The agreement reached last spring exempts teachers from underrepresented populations from seniority-based layoffs. An agreement between Minneapolis Federation of Teachers Unions and the school district states that white teachers will be laid off before teachers of color regardless of their seniority. The agreement which has reached or which was reached to a wait, which was reached to an a two-week teacher strike last spring says that te- starting the school year If accessing a teacher who is a member of a population underrepresented among licensed teachers in the site, the district shall access... Hold on, hold on. Underrepresented. If you've got a minority of people, how is there equal representation if they come from a smaller minority? Mm -hmm. And the majority is white. What are you talking about underrepresentation? It's fucking ridiculous. What the fuck are they talking about? This is racism towards white people at this point. I know. How about... Oh, they're going to get sued so fucking hard. The most qualified people stay... I agree. Public public schools suck. If you're black and you have a really good fucking history there and people love it, then great. Absolutely. That's a great teacher. Wonderful. But firing somebody just because they're white? How is this? What if we roll reverses? Firing somebody because they're black? Oh, my God. There'd be marches and they'd be burning down that school. Well, we got news for you. We've got the teachers union phone number right here. We're going to give them a little call. Ready for this? I told y'all, you're going to enjoy the show. You're going to enjoy this episode. We'll probably be doing more of this in the future. You ready? Yeah, what is it? This is, again, this is public information. This is nothing that is hidden. We are not doxing them. This is public information. All right, the Minneapolis Federation of Teachers, the phone number is 612-529-9621. Okay. Six, 612-529-9621? Yep. All right. Give me a little ringy ring. Hello, and thank you for calling the Minneapolis Federation That's of Teachers automated and Educational Support Professionals, local number 59. Staff are working remotely at this time and will be able to receive and respond to your messages. For all teacher inquiries, please contact teacher business agent Mike Leiter by pressing 1. For all EFP inquiries, please contact EFP business agent Benita Jones by pressing 2. For building rental and accounting questions. I think one. Bug it. Hmm? It's Mike. Mike, on. You've reached Mike's voicemail. Please leave your name, number, and a detailed message, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Sound like a real douchebag. <laughs> you know they're not going to answer. I'm surprised we got even Eric Swalwell's team to answer the phone. You know they're not going to. They're probably getting like hardlined right now because this article just broke. I think yesterday, and they are getting crucified. Even on the Facebook page, um, you can pull up the Minneapolis Minneapolis uh, Federation of Teachers, and holy shit nuggets! They're just getting ratioed so hard in the comments. It's fucking hilarious to watch. Like, I'm, I'm here for it. Like, this is the kind of stuff I love watching. It's like, dude, y'all are getting raked across the coals, and I hope they sue the fuck out of you. 
Yeah, I mean, because you got to assume that those teachers who happen to be white that are fired, who have more seniority, yep. would be a little bit upset. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I mean, otherwise, you're you would just walk me. away and leave yeah. without any... You're firing me based upon my right. race. How is that not discrimination a violation of the Civil Rights Act? Explain that to me, please. That's that's just nuts to me. Unless they made him a sweetheart deal. Mm. Like, hey, Even you guys now. step down, we'll give you this severance package. Here it is. <laughs> 15 foot of dick. <laughs> okay, last but most certainly not least, dude, today, if you, oh my God, today is Liz Cheney. Today's the voting day. Oh God, vote that bitch out. Get that bitch the fuck out of there, oh. folks. Liz Cheney <laughs> calls on Democratic voters to switch parties to give her a boost in the GOP primary. This is how bad. This piece of shit is. Uh, she is, wow. You are calling on Democrats to switch parties to come in and vote for you? Kid Singer. Lizzie, Liz Cheney's standing up against evil. Kid oh Singer's another one. Like, if people took these pieces of shit out, I'd be, I'd be GOP I'd be in a bad place if she loses. Is oh this guy serious? Oh, my God. These people you are talk, traitors. This, the swamp is real. Oh, my God. These guys are, are proof that they're just wide out in the open. They Wyoming voters go to the polls Tuesday the, to vote in the state's primary elections. Well, I think we should find out tonight. Yeah. We should find out tonight if Liz Cheney's out of it. And she should. So far, I think there's been like seven or eight people that have been voted to impeach Trump. They're now out of Congress. They're done. They've been primary. Yeah, they're gone. I think it's eight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wyoming voters go to the polls Tuesday to vote in state's primary elections. A Republican congressman or congresswoman, Representative Liz Cheney, is looking to an unusual source for support in her GOP race, the Democrats. While only members of a given party are allowed to vote in the party's primary in Wyoming, the state does allow for same-day voter registration. This means that people can switch parties the same day they vote, so those who had been Democrats can become Republicans just to vote for Cheney in the primary, where her main challenger is Harriet Hageman. This is a slippery slope. Mm -hmm. This tactic can be used by both sides. But it, it won't be. It will be. You think so? I 100% think it will be, because think no. about this. Because I already thought about it. It's like, say, for example, in states where you can do same-day voting registration, I see two candidates on the left. I'm going to fucking change parties real quick to vote for the candidate that's most likely to lose against my primary pick. Makes sense to me. Flip-flop. But to me, it's kind of like this needs to be done away with, but at what cost? Now, people, if they want to change parties, what's the timeline you have to do that? Apparently, same day. Because, And I kind of agree with that because what if, for example, you don't like your demo or case in point, people want to change from the Democrats over Republicans because they don't like how Democrats be doing things. Mm -hmm. What's the timeline? They got 30 days to change. Like, no, it should be same day. But this is going to be one of those things they're going to try and pull. Yeah. So it's like this is fucking dangerous. While only members of a given party are allowed to vote in the uh, the state does allow for same-day voter registration. This means that people can swap. Okay. When Liz Cheney's only hope is to appeal to Democrats to raid a Republican primary, you know she has gone all the way over to Nancy Pelosi's side. Hagman's campaign manager, Carly Miller, told Wyoming Public Media, Wyoming is fed up with Cheney, and it's too late for any election shenanigans to save her. Cheney, who has served in the House since 2017, drew the ear of many fellow Republicans with her opposition to former President Donald Trump, including her prominent role as one of two Republicans on the House January 6th committee. Trump himself has endorsed Hageman in an effort to unseat Cheney. This woman is going to get obliterated. Oh, Number one, I hope so. Trump's endorsement rate is very good. Yeah. Whether I agree with it or not, it's very good. Mm -hmm. Number two, Trump is endorsing her opponent. Number three, the GOP has disowned her in her very own state. 
The fact that you are going through Democrats is just only going to infuriate them all the more. You've then alienated whatever Republicans you had left. Cheney needs to take her losses and step aside. You're done. You made the wrong choices. Your constituency base does not like it. Or your voter base does not like it. You're gone. Mm-hmm. That's, all there, that's all there is to it. She is clinging because she wants power. Oh, yeah. Lady, the people do not want you. They do not want you. You are a, you are a representative of them. They don't want you. Go away. Go away. If Cheney secures a win somehow, they're going to lose all faith in the election system. Well, she's down by like 52 six, points, 60 certain, points, yeah. 80 points, something crazy like that. Give it up. Then uh, if she won. Yeah, bro. You'd be like, what? What the fuck? Yeah. What kind of sorcery is going on over this there? This woman is the epitome of what a rhino looks like. And I'm not even a Republican. I'm more of like a centrist, doesn't know what the fuck he is, but I vote yeah. Republican a lot of the time. Well, that's the only chance. Yeah. Really, the only choice you have. Yeah. I mean, but you can support. But I'm certainly more not going to pull. Yeah, I'm not going to pull what like, she's pulling, which is just insanity. It's like I'm going to pander to the Democrats right. to cling to power. Like, what the fuck? Right. She like, might as well just change sides herself. Yeah. You know, end this one and come back have, out as a Democrat. Uh, Clinton, Obama. Mm-hmm. Oh, endorsing her for those yeah. who didn't listen to yesterday's episode, which I highly encourage you do. We talked about that she's been endorsed by Obama yeah. or Obama supporters. Excuse me. Well, no, it was Obama too. Yeah. Uh, Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Dick Cheney, warmonger yep. 1.0. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Like, you've got all the wrong people fucking endorsing you. You've oh, got yeah. the people on the left endorsing you, which makes me think you're probably a Democrat. Yeah, we might not uh, yeah. line up. This woman, dude, it's, it's yeah, it's 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 funny to Come me. Come on, so. Wyoming. Ends. Yeah. Get her out. Uh, you're a fucking Republican. Yeah, I'm not a Republican. Where do you get that I'm a Republican? And people say, uh, this guy's like, <laughs> because I'm reading from Breitbart, because Breitbart at least is more accurate than CNN and Fox are ever going to be. Now, yeah. of course, Breitbart is right, but where else are we supposed to get, like, centrist news from? Please. Politico? Pol- yeah, Politico. <laughs> Variety. Like, the please. Atlantic? People just want me to be a Republican, so they can put me in that fucking area to categorize me. Like, well, these are your talking. Like, no, I'm a constitutionalist. Yeah. If you listen to the show any period of time, you'll know. And yeah. we've actually read articles from CNN, but mm-hmm. all CNN does is bash Trump. Yeah. There's nothing ever new. And they have lied so many fucking... Even the ratings on CNN have just crashed. Mm-hmm. And even Fox lies half the fucking time. Yeah. So with Breitbart, at least they're covering trending shit. So when people don't like hearing what we're saying, it's like, oh, he sounds like a Republican. Well, I do lean right fiscally. I'm conservative as fuck. Yeah. Like, socially, I'm more liberal. It's like, hey, do what you want. I don't fucking right. care. Marry whoever you want. I don't give a shit. Do I think transgender is a mental disorder? Absolutely, I do. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, oh, my God, we're just ignore the realities of the world because, oh, we just don't want to offend people. No. Mm-hmm bullshit again that's what people want they want to put you in a, in a it's funny how the left that is so anti-labels are all about sticking you with a label we just don't believe in labels but i'm one of the 105 different genders but my uh, label is but my label is them. Uh, yeah he's them they they're, 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 uh, whatever <laughs> don't judge me bigger trans women are really women no they're not could you imagine trying to have a conversation with somebody and using pronouns like they i would just walk away if somebody talking. legit said uh, i was just talking to they over there yeah if my pronouns it, are it they, turns so into that abbott costello yeah you know who's on first yeah that's what it <laughs> <laughs> these fucking whack jobs it's nothing but a trend looking for attention because yeah. in reality their life isn't worth dick all yeah. they've got nothing going on for themselves they have to resort about using their identity as their personality their sexual identity becomes their personality it's like oh my god i'm <laughs> I'm attracted to seagulls, and you should respect my pronouns, which are, like, shut the fuck up. Somebody's like, oh, my God, go get a fucking life. 
Who's got a fucking life? And the sad thing is, like, on Twitch and shit like that, where we stream to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, on Twitch, there's a lot of these losers. Yeah. There's a lot of these fucking losers, because they congregate. They congeal with each other, because they're fucking losers in real life. It's like, I'm just going to dye my hair purple, because I don't get any of the attention in the way, because I'm fat, ugly, nobody wants to fuck me. But if I have purple hair, they're going to pay attention to me. <laughs> nobody fucking cares. You're just weird. Half of them turn gay because no dude wants to stick his meat stick in there and squirt baby gravy into her womb juice. It doesn't work that way. People are like, no, you're unfuckable. You bring nothing to the table that makes you attractive. Instead, you want to scream about how oppressed you think you are on, an, on a platform that you bitch about capitalism and promote socialism on a capitalistic-based platform. It's the stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard. On their iPhones, no less, when they get the shit made in sweatshops in China and they have the audacity to come in there and lecture everybody on their fucking TikTok app about, like, oh, my God, we're so anti-establishment. Like, shut the fuck up. Fucking annoy these people. It's, uh, it's amazing how many homeless people have uh, cell phones. Like, right? Not just cell phones, but smartphones. Absolutely. It's like Things must be like really bad if you're spending $1,000 on a smartphone. Fuck food or anything like, like that. Uh, can you see who's hiring with that phone? 100%. 100%. Oh, dude, I see that shit all the time in downtown Dallas. I will literally. I will literally. That's why I don't give them money anymore. I don't I give know. them shit. They can't. I sit through the stoplight, and I look to my left, and there's a homeless dude. He's got the sign, need food, need money, whatever. Normally it's money. Mm. And then I look to my right and I see a gas station with a help wanted sign. Yeah. Like, what's going to stop you from cleaning yourself up, which they have a homeless shelter in Dallas. Mm -hmm. it's a, they do that. There's multiple different things that, that help people like that. And go and apply for a job over there. If you give them food, nine times out of ten, they're going to throw it on the ground. They want money yeah. for drugs. That's all it is. You're feeding a drug problem. Yep. And it sucks because maybe there's some people out there that just need help the right way. I get it. But these people ruin it for everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember giving water to one dude, and he's just like, I don't need water. It's like, fucking give it back. You must not be doing that bad then. Like, what do you need? A job that pays you money. Look, I just need some content for my uh, TikTok channel. <laughs> <laughs> I just need money for some more schmack. I don't want to okay. work. Bro, driving by certain areas of Dallas yesterday, just, and I'm not going to lie, man. You look at these people on the side of the road, they're sitting there, drugged out of their fucking mind. And it's just in this heat. I know. It's in this heat. And you're just like, what the fuck? I don't know how they do it. They, that's the life they live. Yeah. Like, just shooting up. that They're just waiting for that next fix. That's all there is to it. There's no want to go out there and do something. They just, they just want to feel that euphoric high. And not care about anything else. Like, I'm just, yeah. It's sad to see, man. It's fucking sad to see. Mm -hmm. But, oh, well. Well, folks, that does it for this episode of the All-American Savage Show podcast. Appreciate your love and support. Hey, if you enjoyed the episode, if it made you laugh, if it made you cry, if it made you triggered as fuck, tell your friends about us. We appreciate that love and support. That's how the show grows. We love it. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. Again, this episode is sponsored by ShellshockCBD.com. Code TRY on the rack out gummies. Give it a shot. You're going to like the way you sleep. I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee it. All right, folks. All right. <laughs> ShellshockCBD.com. <laughs> that voice annoys me. <laughs> All right, folks. We love you. Appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow for more of the All-American Savage Show podcast. You got anything to add, my man? You guys have a great day. Hey, as always, you stay Savage America.